Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Hello, welcome back to The Shift. All right, welcome back to The Shift. It's uh, even... even uh, Different, more different locations than normal. Yeah, where are you? I'm in Turin, Torino, in Italy. Okay, lovely. And I'm here because I'm visiting my little cousin Bella, who's kind of more like my niece. Like we have like an uncle niece relationship, and she's here studying. She's in circus school, actually. Oh my god. She's yeah. She's studying. She's into the silks. You know, you ever see these people with the silks hanging out of the ceiling? Yeah. Yeah, so she does that. She's Yeah, so she's studying uh well various she's studying I think various aspects of um circus performance. Uh and she's in like an intro like a feeder school for one of the more more uh high level circus schools. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh this is her first semester here, so I told her I'd come over and visit her. Uh and we actually, well, we went skiing today. When I say we, I went skiing. She just hung out in the mountains. She didn't want to try it out. So I had a great day. I'm tired now, but I'm not complaining. You can't complain after a day of skiing no, and say Instagram that you're tired, you know? great. They look so nice. Oh, you saw the stories? Yeah. Yeah, so I, uh, what was I going to say? Actually, you know what I got to do? I got to, I got to, oh yeah, no, I just, I, for a second, I wasn't sure if i um, I had the right headphones in. Uh, yeah, so it was great. I like hanging out with Bella. She's like my, I don't know how to describe our, our, our friendship. It's nice though, you know, it's like, it's like deeper than, than a friendship because we have kind of like uncle-niece connection, you know. It's, it's, it's nice, you know. So uh, I have a funny story about Bella. Okay, I'm excited. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, Absolutely. First, let me ask you, how are you? I feel like I feel like sometimes I just come out of the gate like yapping away. So before I tell this story, how are you? I'm fine. I'm in my pajamas. I have been. You're in your pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> well, I. Got... It's it's nearly three o'clock. I know. I got well. Firstly, it's snowing outside, so that's okay. But I also got like. Oh, oh, that's right. You guys are getting a a polar like a a polar drop or something. I'll have to get dressed. I have a show tonight, so I'll have to get dressed at some stage. But um, I got sick after Thanksgiving, so. Um, yeah, so I've been kind of getting over that, which is, you know, fine. It's kind of nice to get but sick. But you didn't get sick from eating too much at Thanksgiving. You just picked up some sort of bug. I thought it was, I didn't, well, I didn't eat much on the day because I was feeling unwell, but I thought maybe I was like 
maybe I got food poison but then nobody else got sick and then a few of my friends have said they've had a stomach bug so I think that's what it was but then I listened to Carolyn on the anxiety episode and she said sometimes you get sick from anxiety so I was like maybe I just have no. anxiety again no <laughs> no a lot of people a lot of people have had that stomach bug oh, in America and it was horrific like because I hate I hate vomiting like one time I had food poisoning and I wouldn't let myself vomit for like seven hours which I would have been a lot better if I had of <laughs> but oh I hate so I was really now sort of uh shakes and everything and you know I had to, I I'm convinced I'm convinced that in the states there's uh more tummy bugs yeah well I've I've gotten sick more over here than I have in my whole life <laughs> so there's more tummy bugs for sure like was it 24 hours and it was gone or what yeah and then yeah, because by Saturday night, I was feeling much better. But I just kind of took... I was still feeling a little weak yesterday, but I just kind of took the day just to relax. So, Yeah, really hashtag weight loss, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. No, I am. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I already... Apparently, t- I hadn't seen my family in a really long time, the family that live over here. And they were all like, you're too skinny. You're too skinny. Um, So maybe... I don't know if I need to lose any more weight, according to them. <laughs> Don't listen to it, you know, don't listen to that. You look fine. Thanks. <laughs> well, yeah, so my weekend, it was actually nice. Was, like, not that I ever want to be permanently ill and I'd never wished that anybody, on anybody. But, you know, when you're like running around doing a lot and you're doing shows and you're working, sometimes getting sick, it's not nice to get sick, but it's nice just to slow down for a second. Like, Yeah, it's your body telling you. People love to say that. It's your body telling you you need a rest. It's like, shut the fuck up. No, it's nice. Yesterday I just watched movies. Someone asked me to do a last minute show when it was snowing. And I was like, usually I'd be always like, yes. But I was like, you know what? I need to rest. I'll do it another time. So I felt great. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So you're recharged. You're recharged for our conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, yeah. It's good to actually talk to someone now because I've been talking to someone in a whole day. (laughs) And that's rare for me. So my funny Bella story is. You know, the 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 period sex bit is now up to three point two million views on Facebook, which you know I'm very happy about. And Bella gets a lot of messages because Bella is a, an inspiration for part of that routine because uh, in the routine I say I stopped doing the period sex routine because crowds get uncomfortable. And the reason why I started doing it again was my 15 year old niece walked out of the bathroom. And said something really open about her period. And I was like, oh my God, Bella, like that's too much information. And she was like, why? Why do you know? And you know, so then she, I, I, I sort of exaggerate this rant that she went on, basically saying, like, why do all the guys in school, you know, talk about shitting and farting and jerking off and that's fine? And then I mentioned my period and they're like, oh my God, that's disgusting. Like, what is so disgusting about 25% of my ovulating life? Why do I have my period? Like, oh my God, I forgot. Is it for the existence of humanity? Right? So that's like, that's like gets all the, gets all the ladies going in the crowd yeah and but here's the true story behind what actually happened it was backstage in vicar street in the in the green room about it was uh, it was like i guess nearly four years ago now and bella was coming to watch the show and hanging out backstage and she actually walked out of the bathroom right and like very quickly there was a smell so I was like joking around. I was like, Bella, you take a fucking shit in my green room? <laughs> and she was like, no, no, I didn't, I didn't take a shit. And I was like, it was a fucking smell. And she's like, well, I have my period. <laughs> so I was like, oh, fucking Bella. That is fucking disgusting. But I, I, I wasn't shaming her about her period. I was just thinking, God 
I just I just didn't want to associate that smell with periods, and but her response to me going like, oh God, Bella, too much was like, why? What's the big deal? And she started telling me about how every time she talks about her period in school, the guys give her a fucking hard time, and that became that rant. Right now, I did exaggerate the rant a little bit, but the story is 100% true. So today we're driving in the car and I was saying like, Bella, you want to see the comments that are coming in on Facebook about, you know, your little bit in the period sex routine. You know, you're like a hero to all these women in, in, on my Facebook. And I said, do you actually remember the, the story? You walked out of the bathroom and I was like, fucking hell, Bella. Like, did you take a shit? And she was like, yeah, I remember. Because the thing was, I actually did take a shit. <laughs> And I was so embarrassed that I had left a smell that I thought it was better to blame it on my period. I was fucking dying because I mean, like, I just think, I think a lot of people can identify with that. The sort of like the shame of leaving a fucking shit smell in the bathroom, even though there's nothing you can do, is there? Just fucking taking a dump. It's going to stink. No, no, that's it. You got to wait so, in the bathroom wait, for a while <laughs> i just goes. i just thought it was funny because years ago like really long time ago when i was still like drinking and 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 stuff myself and my buddies i mean i was like 18 we're in a dorm room in uh in nyu hanging out with these girls uh you know during the summer like when i was back in the states because i was living in ireland at this stage and i was not comfortable you know like i you know i i i didn't know that they knew them and like they lived in the States. I, you know, I was always never as confident when I would come back to the States. Like I wasn't as sure of myself as I was in Ireland. So I was just like not that comfortable with these people. Like NYU college students. They just seemed very different to me, you know? Yeah. And, but I fucking had, I had like, I, I, I didn't have a great stomach that night. I, I just had to use the bathroom like a few times, uh, which I was very embarrassed about. So... Every time I walked out of the bathroom, I would deliberately like rub my nose. So if anybody was like, this guy's going to the bathroom a lot, they would think uh, like this guy's taking coke. You know? It's so funny that you would rather have people think you're taking coke than shitting. I know, but the funny thing was that the girls said it to my friends. They were like, yo, I think your friend has a fucking Coke problem. He keeps going to the bathroom to do Coke. And they were like, no, 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 he doesn't do Coke. And they're like, I'm telling you right now, he does. He keeps walking out of the bathroom <laughs> up in his nose. So we're, in the, we're, we're on the way home, like on the subway or a taxi or whatever. It's so long ago, I can't remember the exact story. And eventually I was like, dude, I fucking, I was so paranoid. Like I had fucking, you know, I had diarrhea and I kept on using the fucking bathroom. So I was deliberately like rubbing my nose. So they think I was doing Coke and they were like, fucking hell, we were fucking defending you. <laughs> They were like, no way to see. He doesn't fucking do coke. I, that's what I wanted them to think. So it was very successful. Yeah, it's great. There's, <laughs> that's so funny, though. I wonder if anyone, if those girls ever go to your show at the cellar and be like, isn't that the guy who was doing all the coke that night? I don't think so, man. <laughs> that was a long, long time ago. Yeah. These were like wealthy. I, I, yeah, they, they were just like wealthy Americans. I, you know, I, I, at that time, especially, I just was like not comfortable. You know, I just, I wasn't buying it anyway. I wasn't buying their identity, you know? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, the anxiety app went down well. We got a lot of great feedback. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a double bubble because Caroline Foran was getting feedback for the thing I did with her. She put up on her one. So there was a lot of, you know, a lot of positive feedback. She was great. I loved listening to her. She made me feel a lot better about certain things. So. Oh, yeah? Yeah, just something she said about like 
how she needs 10 hours sleep and she would feel guilty before but now she's like I just need to sleep I always feel guilty when I when I sleep a little extra so it's just a little thing but I was like oh yeah actually do you know what just need to be nicer to yourselves and stuff so I thought yeah and there was other things she said as well that I was like oh that that makes a lot of sense so yeah I'm glad we had her on glad she did it yeah my only regret was that that I didn't split it into two apps yeah um but you know that was that was my fault no big deal so um you you because I don't want to we're not going to revisit anxiety today not not. not not that we're dismissing its existence but we did cover it quite we had quite a quite a substantial amount of stuff on anxiety in last week's app however as a sort of a follow-on to jump into um something a bit more lighthearted but at the same time inspired by the anxiety app you got a few guys messaging in after the anxiety app saying they have a lot of anxiety about hitting on hitting on women right yeah lots of pe- lots of guys messaged in most of them that was it that they have anxiety asking women out now that they don't know how to do it without they don't want to seem like a creep and then uh but how should they do it should they do it to their face should they message them what's the appropriate way that they get so anxious about it that they just never ask them out and it was very similar stories coming in um really yeah. and, and let me just ask like you're getting these stories in, but I, th- this is the age of Tinder and Bumble and Hinge. Yeah, these are. I, I don't get, I don't get how. Like, where are they in these scenarios where they, they're like traditionally asking a woman out? Like I, from what I gathered from the message was these are women that they meet in real life. It's not an issue with the. Oh right. Yeah, it's not an issue with the. There was a few girls message saying they have an issue with asking guys out first on online dating, but from what I got from the messages from the guys was these are girls they know in real life. That it's they find it harder. Oh, well, that's too good. That's two good subjects. Yeah. Well, first of all, it's it's harder nowadays, isn't it? Like, you know, th- there's not as much of the asking people out in real life. Yeah. No. Exactly. Like, no one asks. No one. Uh. So I'm, I have to go back in my mind to think. I want to get into like pre stand up comedy days, and. I, you know, I was to say it's hard. It's hard to ask somebody out cold. It really. But let me ask you this: Do you think it's just to go up and ask a woman like, "Can I get your number?" Or is this actually like somebody they know? I, I, I. From what I gathered, it was someone they know. But I think as well, one guy was saying even going up to a bar, he doesn't want to seem like he doesn't want to seem like he's like invading their space or being creepy. So I think there's the, it's like good that people are more alert. But I think it's actually. For these guys, they're like, I don't really know how to do it now. Like, I'm oh, so so are they suggesting that in the Me Too era that it's like you got to be a little more cautious? Uh, uh, no, they didn't. They didn't necessarily say that, but I'm just wondering. I don't know. Maybe it's just because everything's people are so used to just asking out online that they just have they haven't they don't have to ask out. It's like the first time. Well, the truth is, it was never fucking easy. Yeah, you're right. It's not easy to go up and ask somebody out. No, and I think as well. You know, you could. Well, well I was just going to say, I think if you think about it like this, like if if you do it and and you get rejected, that's fine. And you just walk away. I think the only worry of being a creep is if you keep like I have guys who I have said no nicely and then they, they might keep messaging me. And I'm like, OK, well, that's bordering on creepy. But if I guys. Yeah, yeah. But I, 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 I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about the creepy part. Yeah, the creepy thing is not. I think like I think that's in the there. creepy thing is. Well, I was just going to say, yes. I think that's a, a way of already f- letting yourself fail. So you're like, oh, she'll just think I'm a creep or she'll just think I'm annoying. Uh, to be honest with you, when, if people ask me out, I think it's such a compliment. I'm like, oh, I'm hot. Um, so like, I think you're just giving yourself reasons not to do it now because you're just so nervous. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it is nerve-inducing. It's embarrassing. It's It brings up a lot of fear. It, it does all those things. The only thing is that the, the, the negative, the sort of negative of it, the other side of it, even on a negative result, is never as bad as you think in your head leading up to it, you know? And it, 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 it is just a case of having to take the plunge and go up to somebody. Now, I have to say, I am not great nowadays in sort of knowing the best way to do it, you know? It's it's hard to just do it super cold. I mean, it's a little bit easier if you think that somebody has been giving you a bit of a look, you know? Yeah, like I think, I, I think the best way to do it is kind of casually. So let's say if it's someone like that you, you're friendly with, but you're not like friends, friends or something. Like I'm just, just some girl you fancy that's friends with your friend. Just being like, hey, do you, like, you want to grab a drink sometime? And then that way it's not like, it's not like, hey, let's go for dinner on a date. It's just like, hey, let's hang out. And then you can kind of feel the vibe when you're just hanging. Like, I think hanging out, saying let's hang out sometimes is like, and then if they're not interested, they'll just go, oh, I'm just so busy at the moment. And you're like, grand. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, if they reject you, it's not the end of the world. But I mean, that that is really it. Like once you're in, once you're beyond your mid 20s, it's not, it, it, it is pretty acceptable to just say, do you want to get a drink sometime? Yeah, I I you know? I've asked guys out, but um, I haven't in a while. And okay, let's say I've I've been rejected twice, and then the other times it was fine. Um, to their face. One I messaged. This was years ago. It was like four years ago when I first like I was here a year. When I messaged him on Facebook, and I was like, "Would you like to grab a drink sometime?" And he goes, "If it's just as friends." And I was like, "No, it wasn't." But thank you. Ugh. <laughs> If it's just as friends. But it like turned out that like we actually have known each other for a few years now and like I do not find him attractive at all now. Uh, um, I'm glad that I kind of, when I got to know him properly, like he's a nice guy and stuff, but he wouldn't have been. So that was worked out well in the end. Uh, and I'm definitely not his type now that I've seen the ladies he has gone out with. So I'm like, ah, oh, that's grand. It's not like, yeah, I didn't take much offense to it. Like I stayed friends with him. I actually ended up being good friends with him afterwards, but um but i guess it's just how you handle rejection or whatever i just thought it was I, at the time i thought it was kind of funny and it got me over well the great thing about the great thing about rejection is it passes no matter how fucking horrible i mean i've had some you know so many horrible rejections in my life you know they always pass this is it and it gets you over your crush like that's the thing you could be pining over someone for a while at least if you ask them out and they're like oh i'm seeing someone or i'm yeah, not interested it. now you know and it's never, it's never like a personal thing to you. You just might not be their type. There's loads of nice guys that I know that would like slip into my DMs and I know them, but they would slip in. That's kind of an easier way for them to do it. And they might be like, look, would you like to hang out one-on-one? And I'd be like, like in my head, I'd be like, oh, they're, such, they're so nice. I'm just not, it's just not my type. And it's no offense to them because they probably should be my type. <laughs> it's like usually a nice guy. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, you know, and I'm still friends with them. So it's grand. But I got to be honest, I, I'm really a big fan of sliding into the DMs. Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, I, I, think that's, I think that's where most of the the asking out is going on nowadays. And I know it's a bit of a cop-out. Like, I've had a routine about that before, about, like, rejection. You know, that rejection used to be more difficult because you used to have to do it more, like, face-to-face. And that, that, that was more difficult. But that is also more awkward because there's more menace. Not menace, but, like... It's just a little bit much for for the woman too, you know. Yeah. So it is just it is just a gentler poke 
you know, the Facebook poking. <laughs> I think that's what poking was meant to be originally. But, you know, like, I think sliding into the DMs is a good way. And may- maybe some people will disagree, you know. I think this is the type of stuff where loads of people like to message afterwards. But I like a slide into the DMs like, hey, would you ever fancy getting a drink? Uh, because I agree. it's so easy for the person to reject as well without it being too awkward, which is like, hey, just, you know, I'm just really busy. Just, I, you know. I doubt it. Or sometimes people will say like, I'm really busy at the moment. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe after Christmas, that's a rejection. I mean, there's like, I guess it's important to know when's it, when, it, when is it rejection and when it isn't, you know? I mean, it, I, I think if, if she or he is into you, the response will be pretty direct. Like, Hey, yeah, I'm like, I'm free next week. Let's pick a day. Yeah. Um, then I think there's, there's somewhere it's a bit like, mm, not so sure. They might say something like, yeah, you know, um, that'd be cool. Like maybe sometime in the future, not too bad. But if they give you like a time in the future that's like quite far away, I think it's no good. I have a, a like a, I had a situation recently where um, all of my girlfriends were telling me to ask this guy out that I liked. But I don't know. I don't know. I just didn't feel com- comfortable doing it, even though I've been okay. I guess before as well, when I asked the other guys out, I, I was just kind of like, I fancy them. But I actually think this guy is a nice guy and I like do like him so maybe that's why it's a little harder um but that's that was like months ago and I just never did and I know his friends and his friends were talking to me recently and they were like so you have a bit of a soft spot for such and such and I was like oh my god is it that obvious and they were like yeah it's so obvious and I was like oh my god I'm mortified and they were like it's obvious to everybody bar him and I was like what do you mean they go oh because he texted us the other day saying he was going to ask you out but then he was talking to you and he was like, oh, no, she's just nice to everybody. Oh, she's, it's not just me. And then they were like, it is you. She's extra nice to you. And, and he was like, no, 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 I don't want to make her feel uncomfortable. It's weird. Um, I'm just not going to ask her out. And then they were like, so now you have to ask him out. And then I was like, no, this is this is already um, it's too much pressure now. <laughs> so, so what are you going to do? Uh, I don't know. I haven't I haven't. Well, I guess that that same night I was with them. He messaged me being like, do you want to come out? Like there was a group of them out and I was already with his friends. So I was like, sure. And we all went out, but I'd had a bit too much to drink. So I left without saying, I like, yeah, but he already asked you out then basically. He's already made the move. Um, oh, why don't you just message him back and be like, Hey, do you want to meet up in like a less, uh, chaotic scenario? Okay. Well, cause I had sent him my number that night and I was like, okay, I'll probably come down. Here's my number. And then I, le- I went down <laughs> I hate being drunk. So like I'm grand, I'm a grand drunk, but not around someone I fancy. Cause I'm like, what am I going to say? So I just left and I didn't even say goodbye or anything. I just like, just went home. And then the next morning I was like, oh, that was a bit rude. So I was like, Hey, sorry, I was a bit too drunk. So I just left, but thanks for a great night. And he was like, yeah, you too. And I was like, okay, cool. Bye. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's it. That was it. And <laughs> yeah. I have, I never just fucking be direct about okay, it. Okay, yeah, I know. Just it's now because like I, it's so easy for me to be like, yeah, just ask them out, and then when it's me, I'm like, I'm just gonna ignore them for six months. And <laughs> um, okay, yeah, I will. And then everybody who listens to this, you also have to ask the person you like out too. So we all have to do it together. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a pity this guy just doesn't do it. Well, but that's just what I do was it. thinking. Because now you know that he's into it, you know? Yeah, like, well, because I was like, maybe it's friends. You know, because you get, look. What happened to fucking, uh, I'm deleting all my apps? I deleted all my apps. The guy that deleted all his apps. Oh, he's in Egypt. He still texts me. Oh, oh, he, oh okay. So that's 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 still brewing along. Uh, that's he, on Simmer. Yeah, I just can't get over. It's so funny, like, how you fixate on one thing. I just can't get over the, I deleted my apps line. 
Why every time he every time he texts <laughs> nobody can. Um, loads of people said that to me. <laughs> <laughs> people said it to you. Yeah, like people that listen, yeah, like yeah. people I know that listen. You yeah, know, same. like in conversation, they'd be like, "I fucking deleted all my apps." What a fucking everybody what at the fuck. everybody at the comedy club because I tell them all uh, every time I go, they're like, <laughs> "Deleted all my apps." I'm like I know, I know. I deleted all my apps. Jesus I know, Christ. so I just can't. And then. Ah, well, just get over it, you know. I mean, if he's still messaging you, it's all right. Yeah, look, and I just don't even know. I, I'm fancy the other guy more, so I'm like, oh, I probably can't. But sure, look, you just don't really know what's going to happen. So just keep your options But open. sure, look. Just keep your sure, look. Open. You never know, sure, look. You know the way it is. <laughs> but it's funny how, like, sure, look. you will make excuses. So let's say, like, when the guys were like, and these are his best friends, I think the nicest guys in the world, this group of guys. Like, just lovely lads. And when they were telling me that in my head, of course, I was like, oh, they're only saying that now because they want to set him up with a nice woman. He probably never said that. So you're very like people are very quick to like, like, why would they? They're not going to fucking lie to me. They're not going to just make up this shit. Um, All right. We, we might as well admit that yeah. my battery, the batteries ran out, which I knew was a potential possibility. And because I'm in Torino, I actually had to walk like 15 minutes to a 24 hour cafe. Uh, you know. And then in this 24 hour carry four on via Madama Cristina, uh, <laughs> there was a super long queue because Italians don't fucking do organization great. Uh, they're, they're relaxed. They, they take their time. Yeah. So it took me it took me quite a long time. So it's now been like 40 minutes since the last thing that we said before we began this sentence, which I can't remember. Yeah, I do. You said I was talking about potentially asking someone else out. Oh, because I was saying sometimes when you want to ask someone out, you'll kind of like make up excuses not to. So like when these guys came to me and they were like, oh, you yeah, know, he told us he fancies you and he was going to ask it out in my head. I was like, oh, they're probably just saying that, which is like, why would they lie? <laughs> But it's like, I think a lot of people do that. You know, you, you'll put up like barriers so you don't have to, because you're just like, oh, I don't want to be embarrassed. Don't ask them out. So you'll just make up excuses. That's it. That's that's the point I was getting at. Yeah, you, you, you're setting yourself up for failure so that you don't bother doing it. Exactly. You're like, I'll just, I'll just leave it. Um, yeah, but I think, you know, in, in just in conclusion to anxiety about asking people out, you just have to do it. You know, I think you're right. I think you just have to do it. You know, our top three recommends are sliding into the DMs, asking somebody uh, if they want to go for a drink or, you know, mentioning it to their friend. <laughs> but, you know, I think <laughs> I think when you know somebody, I think when it's like a, a know somebody situation, I do think it is a little easy to check in with somebody because if it's in your, your circle, then you can check, you know. I think that's a great idea. Because you don't want to fuck up the, fr you know, you don't want to like make it awkward in the crew but I, I don't really think that's what these people are talking about though i i think it's more just doing it in real life i think i i gathered from the messages it was just anything real life is way harder than online like going yeah rejection work. to your face is a fucking it, uh, it's tough yeah but it well, builds I mean, character man there was one uh message and he said that anytime he's fancied friends he hasn't wanted to Oh, he's just gotten so much in his head about it that he ended up just being, just being friends with them long term because he was just like, it's yeah, too it can much be anxiety. tough though that scenario. It really can, you know. Yeah, it can, of course, absolutely. Which no, we're going to talk about in a minute. But before we do that, can I just say, yeah, that that's what was great about the slow set. The slow set used to uh, 
create oh yeah a slow set used to create the scenario where you knew that this was the time for the next three songs it was very acceptable to just walk up to somebody and say can will you dance with me and then you would be up there slow setting and like you know there's a pretty good chance you're gonna snog on the on the floor yeah um, i tell you man getting rid of the slow set i mean tinder is a decent replacement for a slow set you know it's like it's like multiple sl- slow sets in a in a in a 10 minute swiping session but you can't <laughs> i tell you i miss the old slow set day did you do you remember slow sets well you're gonna get you're gonna give over to me for saying this no i don't remember them like i remember them in teenage discos but i remember it. the reason why i said oh yeah is because i remember my grandmother saying that's how she met my grandfather was the was the slow set on the dance floor that's right baby yeah so but it's a little but you still had slow sets at teenage discos we did at teenage discos yeah that's how you'd get the shift i but the slow sets were beyond teenage discos when i was growing up yeah no i don't remember but they're gone now yeah but you just get you know like at home you just get drunk and smooch someone and then yeah the new slow set is like a dick pic you know (laughs) i don't want those the new slow set is like sending pics to each other on on your fucking phone yeah jesus Um, but anyway we were talking about um I had a lot of messages the last two weeks. I don't know why. It, it, there's been a lot of messages about people asking, you know, can men and women be friends? Which I wasn't I wasn't thinking that it would be much of a topic, except that then, like, last week, Akira Kelly on News Talk was having, like, a whole discussion about wives telling their husbands that they couldn't be friends with like somebody at work or something. Yeah. And I thought that the immediate response would be everybody would be like, well, tell your wife to fuck off. Like you're allowed to have mm-hmm. friendships. But actually a lot of the messages that came in were like, oh yeah, no, sure. You can't be, you can't be having female friendships, you know? So I thought it would be an interesting topic. Yeah, I, I'm not married or in a long-term relationship, so. Well, you don't know. You, you're allowed to just have opinions. You don't have to no, just personalize it. But I mean, yeah. Look, I, I, I think that's unfair. I think that you should be. What's to unfair? Have, I think you should be allowed to have. It'd be like say, I think you should be allowed to have female friends if you're a guy, and I think a guy, a girl, should be allowed to have male friends, because it'd be like saying, like, if it did turn out that I, if it turned out in a, in a year that I was like, actually, I am a lesbian. Would that mean all of a sudden I can't be friends with my girlfriends? No, it doesn't mean I'm fucking attracted to all of them. I'm just attracted to some women. Yeah, okay. So, so let's 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 step that's back. That's my take on so it. So let's let's just step back for a sec. Before we get into the friendships when you're in a relationship, the the classic from when Harry met Sally is, you know, men and women can never be friends. You know, how, how do you how do you feel about that? No, we can be friends. I, I, I don't agree with that at all. Some of my best friends are guys. But and and there's never any sexual, you know, there's never any sexual no, tension. The, the reason why some of my best friends who are guys are guys is because I have zero sexual attraction to them. But and there you go. Make, yeah, I wouldn't make. Um, I wouldn't. So can have, you be friends with somebody you're attracted to? 
oh if you're attracted to them sexually then it's different it's not you're you have different motives but if you're not attracted to them then yeah i, I know but i think yeah i think that's the bigger uh that's yeah but just because you see right let's say you see your husband john and he's friendly no no no. let's just step just stay away from that just for right. a sec okay l- l- let's just talk about you know can you, you be you friends think, with though? somebody you're attracted to do you think you can be friends with someone you're attracted to? I think it's difficult, you know, because there's always like a tension. I, I, and I think it, I, I, in my lifetime, I think that anytime I've had a friendship with somebody where there's like a, like a, like a sexual tension, it goes one way or the other. Either we get together or the friendship, you know, dissipates. Yeah. You know, and I think of, I think of uh, those scenarios over the years, and it usually ends up, it, it, you know, I'm trying to think. Yeah, it usually ends up like a romantic involvement, or perhaps they meet somebody else, or you meet somebody else, and the friendship dissipates. Yeah, it's very yeah, hard when that, there is a sexual. I, I think it's difficult when there is a, you know, a sexual tension, and I also think that, you know, unrequited love. You know, a, a sense where it's not coming back, that you want it and it's not coming back. It can be just too frustrating. Yeah. Especially then if you're like listening to them talking about meeting some guy or, you know, they're talking about their dates. Like it, it fucking eat you up inside. Yeah. You know, and then you get that, you know, you get that scenario where you're like, I don't think he's great, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, not, I don't that's think not he's, a friendship. That's kind of. I don't think he's good for you. Yeah, but, but you're going in there with ulterior of motives. Well, that's the whole. Oh, that's that the right? conversation. The conversation is is it possible? Oh yeah, but I would like. Well, in this specific where you're saying sexual, I do think maybe you can comp- you can get past the sexual attraction and be friends afterwards. Do you not think that you can kind of just be like, oh, that was just a crush, and they were just friends? It hasn't happened for me. Now I have to say. Yeah. You know. The only time where I semi get past it is the odd scenario where I had not super intense romantic involvement that stops for whatever reason, but we, we remain friends sort of, but there's always like that sort of joking about the past and, you know, it's always there a bit, but I, I can't, I, I can't think of a scenario where I, I like when I think of my, my female friends today, not, you know, none of them are, you know, people that like I was attracted to and it faded. I'm trying to think like, have I had, well, there was that guy I already mentioned that I'd asked out a few years ago and we stayed friends afterwards, but just so there's someone who already has a joke about and the joke. I can't remember who it is. It's a famous comedian. But anyway, the joke is if you, if you want to stop, liking someone just get to know them and that was kind of with this situation with this guy once I got to know him I was like oh wait we're way better as friends so in that case um I I had a sexual attraction at the start but then I got to know his personality and I was like oh yeah I'd rather have him as a friend that wasn't somebody I would date so yeah I I think I think it can but I guess it really depends on the person and I have always found that um, women have great intuition about a lot of things but I have always found that they they don't have a great intuition. Well, not always, but sometimes they lack the intuition to realize when one of their quote-unquote friends 
really wants to fuck them. Yeah, I definitely lack that because I've had people say it before and I've been like, no. And then when I've gotten into a relationship, those guy friends have not been around. They've disappeared. Because I remember years ago, I was going out with somebody, but it was long distance and she had just moved to London. And, you know, she was telling me about this guy she was hanging out with. And, you know, like after a couple of times, I was like, you know, this guy's like trying to hit on you. And she's like, no, 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 honestly, like he's just a nice guy. And I was like, no, listen, it's, it's, I'm not, listen, I'm not jealous, but like, just so you know, like it's clear as day, this guy is going to try to fuck you. And she was like, no, no, you're just being paranoid. Honestly, he's just a nice guy. And then like two weeks later, she was like, oh my God, you were right. He fucking tried to have sex with me last night. I was like, well, of course it's fucking like, <laughs> what are you fucking stupid? Yeah. You know, like it's, it's, it's very common. Yeah. It's hard though. Cause you're like. I guess maybe it's a modesty thing as well. You don't want to be presuming everybody's trying to fuck you. So you're like, of course, they would just want to be my friend. That's probably more common be, than you think. Like, it's probably making me quite it's, disappointed. It's the, smarter, like, the smarter assumption is to think that odds on they're, they're trying. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's my opinion. That, uh, yeah. you know, more often than not, they probably want to, you know. That's why it's harder to be friends with, with the, when there's a sexual attraction there, I think. Yeah, I guess is that like if you were if you're it depends as well how long you've had the friend like so that guy is like a new friend and you're like she's like oh he's just trying to be a friend but he's new it's not someone you've known for years it's not someone like what yeah you, you kind of then have to question if it's just no, I know but like the ones new. you know for years are fucking the ones you know for years there's no sexual attraction yeah exactly yeah well that's yeah you know, and then the exes, you know, every now and then you have like a friendship with an ex. That's like pretty good friendship, you know? Yeah. And like they no, say absolutely. like they don't care. Like I remember one time of this kind of like ex, but we were never like properly together. But, you know, she's an ex. And she's in Australia. And, you know, she had a, she had a, a boyfriend, you know? And so I met this girl in australia and i like i i think i had met her and like i think i told her like that oh i met this girl like last night or something and she was a, a fucking incredible this girl that i'd met and but the next night i was having dinner with my ex you know and when i'm in australia i hang out with her a lot like we're not together just hanging out and we fucking bump into this girl in the fucking restaurant and the girl like she kisses me on the cheek, but then she also like touches my face like during the conversation. <laughs> and uh, My ex, like when she was sitting down, she was like, actually, do you know what? I'm actually not cool with fucking seeing you with other women. <laughs> she like admitted it. She was like, nah, sorry. That fucking drove me nuts. <laughs> Yeah, well, look, at least she admitted it. And least oh, she yeah, no, like, she admitted aware. it, like, in fairness. In I mean, fairness. we had a good friendship in that sense, you know? But the thing is that, you know, all the stuff that's, like, absent in same-sex friendships or, like, you know, friendships that have no sexual attraction, you know, they, they, they're fucking in the way when there is something, you know? yeah. And everybody knows the friend that fucking hangs around like a lost puppy dog fucking, you know, like quietly in love with somebody. It's fucking yeah. torture. 
Well, that's why back to you should just ask them out and get it over with. Get the, get the, um, get your rejection so that you can move on because you need it. I know, but the but the question is like, yeah, does the friendship continue? I I, I don't know, you know. I don't know yeah, if the friendship I, continues. It just depends on the person and their strength, and if they can and. Um, yeah, so again, like, I guess when I say men and women can be friends, I'm thinking of my men friends, my men friends, my guy friends, I've had friends for years. I mean, I definitely think men and women can be friends, but you know, I don't have, I don't have a ton of, uh, female friends, you know, that are like my, my mate mates, my mates mates, you know, I still, I still lean more on like the guys for like the crack, but I do have some female friends, um, but definitely not not as much on the sort of you know call up to chat about life i tend to lean more on the guys for that yeah i guess i've like two female best friends but i have one guy friend as well and he would definitely but he would call up about like but you know our relationship has been an issue for both of our ex our ex you know his ex-girlfriend um, yes. Well, let's get into that now then. Oh, yeah. So this is, we've been friends for years and my ex-boyfriend, the most recent one, that was a constant issue. Um, well, of course we were expecting that from Boris. I know. <laughs> uh, and then... I mean, Boris was always, Boris was always going to be controlling jealous Yeah. Type. And then same for his ex-girlfriend. Actually, we weren't, me and um, my friend, we weren't seeing each other as much because she, uh, she hated me. <laughs> And it was always very nice to her. It was all in her head. You know, in fairness, like the most recent time we saw each other, um, his cousin was there. So it was a big group of us out for an event. He was doing a, he was filming a late night set. And so we were all there and the ex, she's an ex now, but the girlfriend didn't come into the backstage. She was out watching the show, but she told his cousin to keep an eye on me that I'm always all over him. Um, oh interesting yeah, and then he told me afterwards he was like that my cousin was like no she's just friendly and nice and she was like it was actually good because she had heard all these like that i'm such a flirt and then i'm just all over him and that i'm in love with him and all this stuff so then she was like watching us and she was like no that's not at all they're just friends so but you're one just you know and i like i was always nice to her when i met her and stuff but it's just you know you can't stop the demons in your head i guess it's a pee like because yeah, which it, so it surprised me in this Kira Kelly show. So this this guy had, you know, like a good friendship at work and the wife was like you have to tell this woman that you can't be friends otherwise we can't, you know, it's not going to work out. Jesus, I don't know like I I can understand how you might feel insecure or like worried, but don't you think then you're kind of pushing them away or making this woman forbidden fruit? I don't like I just you could all, you could just be like, like be, look, it's different if he's. Well, he did it. He he fucking told her we can't be friends. Yeah. He told her we can't be friends, and you know, like I, I just think that's that's fuck, that's crazy. But I what I couldn't believe was that loads of people messaged in and were like, "Oh yeah, I agree. Sure, listen, you can't. If, if she's not comfortable with it, you can't be friends with. No, I I with with another woman. Yeah, I don't agree. I'm sorry. I'm Oh, I, I didn't agree at I all. I just think as well, like, I just think, you know, we're not, when I don't want to end up getting married and if being like, 
that's my everything like you're allowed to be independent and have your own life and you have to trust each other and she's like look he might be friends with this woman right because friends with her he go out once a week for a drink with her let's say and he's friends with her and you're worried about her but he could be fucking randomers off tinder like do you know what I mean why do you st- like why why is this yeah issue? i know but honestly though honestly though i i do personally think that if you're if you're married or in a serious relationship you shouldn't go for a one-on-one drink with a friend from work. Yeah, I guess. I guess. What I actually think, think. I know, and I you might be putting yourself in a risky situation as well, and it makes the other person uncomfortable. No, I know what you mean. That can be. It's different for me now saying that because I'm not in a long-term relationship. So if I were in one, I might be like, oh Jesus, I hope he's not gonna fall in love with her. So uh, I know it, it might just. It's like a bit disrespectful. But I think what you could do is if you're like, oh, I get on well with her at work. We're all going out for drinks. Like, invite your wife. Bring your wife. But here, I had a friend back home and we would go for one-on-one drinks and he had a long, he's now married to that girl and she was fine with it. But I guess it just depends on, on and there was nothing between me and him. I know my ex-boyfriend at the time wasn't fine with it. He, he, he drove him. But it was, a pre, it was a pre-relationship friendship though, right? No, we became friends after. They've been together forever. Um, oh, really? Yeah, so she's, um, uh, they have kids and everything. They're a lovely, lovely couple. But I guess just, I guess she was just like, this is the way he is. He's always had girlfriends. Um, sis, you know, gets on really well with women, and and now he never tried anything on. It was never anything appropriate. Like he'd send kisses and text messages and stuff. So really, yeah. But maybe she just kind He's of gay. accepted that. Maybe she just knew. Look, this is the way he is, and and she would have been always welcome to come down as well to have a drink. Like it's not like he was excluding her or anything. But um, but yeah, and like we'd still talk to this day. We've been friends for like maybe ten years, but. We were, he was. Actually, I reckon, I reckon you're actually a bit of a fucking homewrecker. <laughs> I'm fucking friends with all these guys with girlfriends. <laughs> no. so, she was fucking with we've it. Just, she was. We've just discovered that fucking Katie likes, a, Katie likes a bit of the fucking attention I from fucking taking men. I don't like the attention. I tell you, man. No, I don't. I'd be telling that bitch to fucking keep an eye on you too. No. She uh, she was fine with it is my point, but the other girl, girlfriend uh, wasn't fine with it. But like, but. It's not like, also as well, like this other girl, the other, so the, the Mike. I know, but listen, just, just, just ignore that for a second. Yeah, I guess part of the problem is that people, people find it hard to be honest with themselves. You know, I do think a lot of the time that like people enjoy a flirtatious friendship outside, you know, outside of the home and you know, there is that level of it not being a problem because, you know, it's just a flirtatious friendship. But when your partner gets a whiff of that, it can be difficult, yeah. you know? And I know, like, like my dad's obviously in a very successful long-term relationship and he's not, he goes out with the lads the odd time, but um, he's not, like, going out with, like, r- random girlfriends from work. So I, I think... No, I know, but I'm just, I, I just think that, you know people can sort of get and and then it brings on the second question which is if they're if that flirtatious friendship is 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 giving them something like a like a charge an ego boost uh you know some sort of uh some sort of giddiness is that bad and i i guess it comes back to like something kate sheeler would say which is can you take that to your partner yeah and say but I, I think it's difficult to take that to your partner. Oh, I was going to say, do you know, like, if you can kind of be, like, if someone, okay, so obviously, 
because I bartend people flirt with the bartender all the time but then you're just like ah, it just feels nice and that's grand so if I were in a relationship would I not be able to bartend anymore because a lot of my job is kind of people flirting with you I'm just trying to think like yeah but that's you know that you know but that's like you're not friends with these no, guys. No, that's true. No, I know what you're saying. I do. I think as well, if you can just put r- rules in it, like you don't kind of. Yeah, I don't know. And I guess if you're open with your partner and you're like, hey, I'm just going to be going for lunch with Maria. She's one of the girls in the office. Wait, we need to just. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, I would want to think that I'd be like, yeah, grand. Go. Maria sounds nice. And even if they're flirting. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's different. You know, obviously to some people just can't take it and you even mentioned the word respect you know like is it disrespectful i guess once you're honest and you're like if you're going behind the rack um and then if someone if it's a kind of a flirtation but it's never going to go past that i don't really see what's wrong i don't think that that's bad i think that you can still be seen as you know you can still feel sexy and have another person compliment you and like for example like with you you're like successful and famous and if you end up in a serious relationship you know there's going to be people after shows you're going to flirt with you or but i guess you're saying a flirty friendship i don't know um just once you but know that's the difficult boundaries. that's separate that is difficult that is the that that is something when you're in a relationship with somebody who's well known that's a that's a separate thing that you have to deal with which is you know honestly i had i had a date recently and fucking people were coming I'm fucking trying to have fucking a conversation with this woman and people were coming up asking for fucking pictures yeah you know so like obviously it's a date so she's not gonna get you know jealous on the date she's just gonna get annoyed but like long term if you're in a relationship with somebody like that you know that so that's like a separate issue you know yeah I guess I guess what? But it is pretty fucking crazy if like it's quite obvious that somebody's on a date and they're still coming up looking for pictures. I know it's not, crazy. not you know not that I'm complaining, but I just think like like as I'll take them, I don't really mind, but it's fucking embarrassing for the the person that you're with, you know? Yeah, no, no. Like one of them asked her to take the fucking picture. It's so funny because it's like, it's did like, you ever see that episode of Friends where Joey on every date he has he pays someone to send over a bottle of champagne? Oh right, I I, I wasn't a, a, I mean I've watched Friends, but I didn't realize that that was. A, and he's like, I'm so embarrassed, but in this case, you're like, okay, can you stop? <laughs> well, I just think it's funny, like, and at one stage, like, this two guys came over, and I was like, guys, like. You think I want to take a fucking picture with you? I'm sitting here with this fucking woman. Yeah. Where was that? It was that in Ireland. Well, that's the only place where that's going to happen. <laughs> know, it, was, just, it wasn't in fucking LA. I'm just surprised because <laughs> Irish people are usually like, oh, I don't want to like, I don't want to ask for a photo. I don't want to embarrass them. Oh, 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 where'd you get that? I just thought that that's... What, what, oh, what fucking, <laughs> what, what knowledge, what, what information did you base that on? I just always feel like when I'm out with my friends and if you see someone famous or any time like that, like even, even friends when they're coming backstage... To, to when I'm with you and I'm like do you want to get a photo and they're like oh I don't want to I don't I don't want to be annoying and I'm like you're here you need to take a photo so that's why I just thought it was maybe it's just the people uh, I know that's your friends yeah no no because that was always and listen I'm I, I'm not complaining and I, I I don't think I'm like the most famous guy in the world but I just think it's funny because people always when I when I first moved to Ireland people always like Irish people don't care like if Irish people saw Bono they wouldn't care at all it's just fucking total bullshit yeah so I guess that's the bullshit i thought was real see that's why nobody's, <laughs> that's why nobody's coming up and trying to take my photo desk they just don't want to like bother me <laughs> and, uh, you know like i said I, I i 
I, 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 I don't, I'm not trying to say it in an arrogant way because I'm, no, I'm saying no, it no. more for the crack of like, just I know, like, and the, yeah, that people, that people could, don't care. And that could impress the wrong date, you know, you could be there sitting there with some, uh, some young woman who's like, wants to only date some you. star fucker? Yeah, so she'd be like, oh, well, this is great. Let me into yeah. my Instagrams, hash I'm young or whatever. I mean, at hashtag. <laughs> but, um, but I guess you were saying, can you be, can you be in a serious relationship and have a flirty friendship? And mm. yeah, I was just, I, I was just curious at a scenario. Well, because I also know that it's gonna, it's gonna be a, a real pinger for our listeners in terms of their opinions. You know, what do you think? Like, I think, I think if it doesn't go past the boundary of flirting, then it's fine. Like, if it's, if, if you feel at the risk, and you love your person, then maybe like walk away from it it's not really worth it if you think like oh, i'm gonna i want to have sex with this person like why why put yourself in that why put yourself in that position like you're gonna happy yeah i mean i think in an ideal world it's like what the kind of the kind of ideal world that kate Sheeler put out if you know like whatever four or five weeks ago or six weeks ago um excuse me for once bless you i've had a sinus infection forever but I, I used, when I was walking, actually, to get the batteries, I was using some, like, Vicks nasal spray. And Ooh. I think it's, it's it, I think it's, it's made some movement in the ocean of my nose. So I you apologize for the, I apologize for the pot. sneeze. But I think in an ideal world, it's like what she was saying, that it's totally natural. Like, because all these things are totally natural. I think the fact that we try to pretend that they're not happening is part of the problem. Like, if he loved me, he would never flirt with somebody else. It's like, fucking, he's, then your boyfriend's not from Earth, you know? Yeah. yeah. Your girlfriend's not from Earth. No, I think I it's agree. natural, like, you know, me it's too. natural to have attractions outside of the relationship. And I think in an ideal world, you would come home. And I, I think that um, Mike Cannon was saying it too, right? You know, that he's, he I might come that. back and sort of say, Oh my God, this girl after the show fucking was like yeah. leaning into me with the picture with the fucking tits on me. And I was fucking driving me nuts. You know, and I, you know, I think that's, that's the better way, you know, to no, just I be can, able to I take it agree. home and just say, I, 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 I was, I was flirting. It was exciting. And I just wanted to let you know, that's the no, ideal world. I but agree I think, with you actually. What? But you think, but you think what? Well, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say Tori Piskin has um, a, a really, what she would do with her ex-boyfriend, they were together for four years, but she liked when people would flirt with him. So they would go to a bar and she would sit away and watch like hot women come up and flirt with him. And then she would come over and be like, uh, this is my boyfriend. <laughs> and then they would get off on it. <laughs> and she liked people. So if you could have that mindset of. Yeah, like, but, yeah but the, the thing is that she's around, you know, she's present for that. She's in control I of guess. that. I guess that's true. But I mean, even if you take away from that, having the mindset that, of course, other people are going to find your partner attractive and you should kind of want them to. You should be like, look how hot my person is. Yeah. But what I was going to say was outside of the ideal world, it's 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 difficult because, you know, some people have a partner that they know that they can't take that to because it will, you know, it will drive them nuts. And then also... Some people are, you know, like some people don't want to bring it home because they want to keep it safe so that they can maintain the flirtation. And obviously you're getting into the realm of deception then, which is, which is negative. But 
those are the things I think that, you know, begin to, to drive the behavior, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's so hard. It's so hard because, and then again, it all depends on, it's easy for me to be like, oh yeah, it'd be grand, but it depends on what person you're dating too and what sort of relationship you have. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I think it's crazy. I, I thought it was crazy what I heard on the radio, you know, that she was like, you can't be friends. And then he had to tell her, that's fucking awful. It's embarrassing. For, I, I, like for the wife, is she not like, I'd always want to come across as like, oh, I don't mind at all. I'd probably like make the girl, my, <laughs> probably like go and like Yeah, no, nah, but you're, the you know, I, there's a lot of, you know, well, there's a lot of controlling partners, you know, yeah. on, on both sides. And I, I do think that, unfortunately, the control thing for men manifests first with jealousy and then severe jealousy and rage. And then, you know, the extreme side of that is, is violence, you know? And yeah. I think on the female side, you know, it, it manifests itself obviously also in the jealousy and the control. And then I think that the abuse side tends to often be more emotional abuse rather than physical abuse. Cause it's, it's more effective. Yeah. But you know, some people that are in those, types of relationships and I, I you know i personally would consider you know that to be a bit of a a symptom of that you know when they're suggesting that you have to tell this woman that you can't be friends yeah you i know, just think uh, i just think as well like kind of how that's not like i don't know it's not like a but then well so then you have these people and I, i've seen this before where let's say that example where the wife's like you you can't be friends with them there's so there's these people you'll date them and they have no friends and then so then they make judgments on your friends because they don't have any so there's not a there's not an equal does that make sense like i wonder i don't know i'm not i didn't I get guess that like for the wife does she have not does she not have guy friends does she not well that have, you know that that's the unfortunately we don't have that info yeah but I, I, I've definitely seen, I've seen relationships where one of the two pulls the person away from their yeah. life. And like that, that is definitely bad. You know, I think very bad. relationships work way better when each of them has their own life. We talked about that before with the, you know, the O's and the eights and all that. But like, it's definitely better when you have your own life. I mean, I've never been in a relationship. I didn't fucking want the woman to have her own life. It's like, get the fuck away from I me, know, please. I know. You need, don't want them annoying you the whole time. Like, go off, off and get a hobby. What's yeah. that? You don't want them annoying you the whole time because, like, it's important to have space, time apart. You can't be just, like... Yeah, but, you know, not... you get those controlling relationships on either side. It's it's tough, yeah. you know? Yeah, it is. It is. It's it difficult, is. you know? You get them checking your pulse and stuff, you know? I know. I know. Gosh, that's probably why I don't want to ask the guy out because I'm so traumatized from the last relationship. But then the other thing that always I just fucking red flag is when a woman says, I just find it hard to be friends with women. Most of my friends are guys. Yeah. I'm like, uh-oh. Uh yeah. Now, I get it. Maybe some women, I don't want to offend any woman that's listening that identifies with that. Maybe you had very negative relationships with women. Maybe you were bullied heavily when you were younger. I'm not completely dismissing it. But I do also think that sometimes when a woman says, oh, yeah, I just prefer to be friends with guys, is because it's more challenging to be friends with a woman, really. You're friends with a guy. You know, often, it, you know, there's a flirtatious energy. You know, there's just certain things that a guy is not going to challenge you on, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's an easier ride in a way. 
So I feel like they're hiding something or they're, they're, I feel like there's possibly like something negative driving that. Well, also as well, it can be, and I might be very wrong on this, but it could be as well that girls think that guys find that hot. Like, oh, I'm such a guy's girl. And then when you're like wanting to go watch the football with all your lads, they're like, oh, but I like lads too. And then they can kind of be in your space the whole time, you know. So uh, that's, I've seen that before. But I agree with you as well. Like, I don't see why, like yeah i love women <laughs> no i know but you know that do you know these girls that i'm talking about no i do but i do think that's you, you know you'd even see some of the guys would show me some girls photos on tinders and it's like i'm a guy's girl i just love hanging around with guys eating pizza and watching football and i think that's because they think that's what guys want to hear maybe yeah i mean i think there's that but i also think there's that that woman that you know struggles in female friendships and you know flourishes in male friendships oh and yeah no that's what i'm talking about you know i do know i do because the, the, the energy then is is very much like guys kind of like i mean not always wanting to fuck them but there's just that you know that energy that they can feed off you know no i actually i know exactly what you mean and i'm even thinking of a situation in my head once where i knew a girl like that and i'm like oh yeah that's it completely um so yeah well that's what i'm talking about i'm not talking about the girls that are like oh yeah i'm just one of the guys with the football i don't mean that oh i thought you meant like when they're like like just doing it to be like to seem hot or whatever because sometimes no 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 but now i know what you mean no i completely know what you mean yeah no that's yeah so that yeah that's a whole different that's a whole different ball game that's what i'm talking about that's why i was saying it's a red flag yeah i i remember oh no i find that i i don't really have girlfriends i just have guy friends Yeah, I was part of a group of, of guys and there was another girl came into the group and she was like kind of flirting with everybody and sleeping with everybody. And I was definitely more like, I had a boyfriend the whole time, so I wasn't like, but anyway, she she used any excuse to kind of have a fight with me. And eventually I was just like, I'm just going to disappear from the group. But I oh, think she just bumped you she out. Went. Yeah. And it was, look, Dark these side. things happen, but it definitely was, she liked, she liked, it was like being a queen and they would answer at her every let's go where she wants to go let's go you know and it was she didn't have any girlfriends there um and kind of but yeah so that's the only situation i've seen of that really yeah i'm curious to know what women think about that curious to know what our listeners think about that we've given i think i think there's a lot of stuff in this for people to you know make comments about yeah message us in please what i said message us in please well my voice went really low your your voice got low there. What happened? I think it was like breathing and talking at the same time. Um, oh right, all right. No, I just got paranoid. Um, no, just said DM us. I guess DM us. Love being DM'd. You love the DMs. Well, they're gonna fucking ramp up because I'm on the late late next Friday. Oh great! I wish I, I want to be on the late late. That's so cool. My dad will be watching it. It's I'll not that cool, Katie. It's cool. It's not that I cool. Think it's cool. Well. <laughs> it's 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 on the potential list of things to talk about. Talk about the shift. Good, do yay. I mean, the main body is to talk about my mom because I'm promoting me and mama. It's great. But I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we talk about the shift. Cool. I hope so. You know, I don't want to give too many of the secrets away about how these late late interviews work, but I'll have a fair idea of like what way the conversation's going. You know. Yeah. And then I'll you be trying to. I'll be trying to drive it myself also, you know. I was at I was at New York Comedy Club the other night and 
someone asked me, they're like, what does the shift, what does shift mean? And I was like, well, I thought it meant when I was like, when we started the podcast, I was under the illusion that sh- shift meant kiss. And Des says it means sex. And then No, I did says, not say that. Oh. Incorrect. Never mind. Well, then what Amy said isn't as funny anymore. Yeah, I did not say that. Oh, I thought you said that to me. I thought you said like hooking up. No. Oh, but so hooking it up, mean yeah, but hooking up is not having sex. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Like solely, but no. But I definitely, I thought the conversation was that somebody else told you it means having sex, and I said no. Oh, okay. I must remember that wrong. Never mind. But I, but but I also don't think it's it's just kissing, you know. Yeah. See, to me, it was always just kissing, growing up. No, I mean it meant like you know, like you're shifting somebody. You can like, little tit and drop the hand. Okay, yeah, no, so where I grew up, it was just kiss. You think it was just kiss, or is that just in your head? No, I think like, when people say I got the shift, maybe I just always thought it was just kiss. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so what happens then if you're... If you're, still if you're fits, what happens if you're shifting fits. and he and he fucking touches your tits? Then the, he touched my tit. <laughs> I, no, I think shifting is just... It was a little broader than I think you thought. Okay, but well that's still fits. I would too. if I would never say to somebody I got the shift last night to let to let them think that I had sex. Okay, okay. Then you got the ride, you know? Yeah, the ride. Did you get the ride? <laughs> I love I love teaching people here her slang. I was teaching someone about the ride and they were like, Oh, I'd love some ride and I was like, No, that's not right. Just don't say it. <laughs> what? It sounds weird. Oh, I'd love some rides. I, yeah i was like teaching them irish slang and then a few days later they text me they're like i'd love some ride i was like no <laughs> no it's not how you say it. I'd, I, 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 I'd love to get the ride yeah but i guess when i was saying to amy at the club i was saying like oh i thought it meant kissing and des was saying it means sex so i obviously I had that wrong but then she goes and that's the difference between you and des bishop <laughs> I know, but it's just not true. <laughs> now I'll have to go back tomorrow night when I'm there. I'll go back and correct myself. I'm like, it wasn't Des. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't remember the exact conversation, but I have to go. Over I, I, I didn't independently think shifting was just kissing, but I shifting to me was always like those initial interactions. But you know, like you don't really shift somebody in the bedroom, I guess. Yeah, I always thought it was just like when you're out on a night out and you kissed. And then the other stuff, I guess nobody really, uh, we don't have slang for boob touching. And I guess dropping the hand. Well, I, I, w- I would consider like a, you know, the, the the general package of sort of more youthful making out, you know, to be shifting. But I'm open to correction. Oh, and actually, oh, sorry as well, shift, it wasn't called shift where I grew up. I'm just thinking of Longford when I would go down on the weekends. It was called me. Like I met him last night. Really? That was when you were like 13. Yeah, I was like, oh, I met him last night and that meant kissing. And oh, then yeah. They were, then well, when you're 13, kids. shifting means kissing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Getting a fucking hand job and fucking, I remember one time, <laughs> fucking hand jobs. They're so funny, like thinking about hand jobs. I remember one time I met this girl. I'm not going to name her, you know, but this was, I was in boarding school. Like I was, I was in fifth year, no fourth year. So I was in like fifth year and, uh, I met this girl. We fooled around once, like in the, we fooled around once. I'm not going to say anything. I don't want to give away too much details, you know, cause it's just like 
fucking Wexford's so fucking small. Like you, you, you say, you say one too many bits of fucking evidence, and suddenly people can fucking narrow it down. <laughs> yeah. But I met her once in a scenario where we 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 fooled around, which is which was fun, and then we arranged to meet like during the week for another fucking shift in session, and we ended up like in this like like sort of like dead area behind the train station which of course none of those air, like most of those areas are like gone now like developed and we're just like lying in the grass fucking fooling around and then she gives me a hand job i just think it's just like it was the most amazing thing but it was just like that that was like the that's what it was leading up to the whole time like you can fucking give me a hand job outside the fucking grass i fucking i tell you man i miss the fucking i miss the innocence of youth yeah it's just easier so much better man and like i i guess that's still happening i was 16 i think 16 year olds nowadays are like moving beyond the hand job who knows they're blowing that's what i hear i know jesus christ i mean can't even remember i mean like i i lost my virginity i was 14 i didn't have sex again until i was 18 i'm trying to think if i got a fucking blowjob in the interim i had sex quite younger than you but i had been in a relationship for a long time so younger than 14 no younger than you oh you said you had sex when you were 14 that's what i just said oh sorry sorry and then i i misheard you and i forgot you've told me that before yeah i was 15 it was a month before my 16th so it's not too bad Go yeah, ahead. no, but I'm just trying to think if between 14 and 18, when but when I moved to Ireland and, and 18, did I get, did I actually get a blowjob? I actually don't fucking think I did. Yeah, I can't even. It's a barren fucking four years, I can tell you. I mean, I got a couple of hand jobs, but fucking Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you were just in the wrong county, okay? <laughs> Fuck, no, I was in the wrong fucking generation. Yeah, yeah, true that. Fucking Gen X, the forgotten generation, man. We're the fucking last generation to get hit, and fucking we're never going to be able to fucking hit our kids. We can't pass it on. Ripped oh. off. I'm so sorry. It's all right. <laughs> so, I better go. Yeah, I think that's... I think that's... Good. Yeah, well, that's it. We're We're, we're going to go. We're not going to discuss it yet because we're still, we're still on it, you know. We're not doing our postmortem until we sign off. Our postmortem? Oh right, no, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Sorry, I understood. No, because you just started saying, I think that's good. Like you were going to express some sort of. No, no, no. I was just saying that to like the people listening. Like, well, I was, I was literally going to go. That's all, folks. And I was like, what am I fucking? Well, you have to. Uh, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> I didn't no, fucking plug it? any shows. Again. Oh, there's no shows to plug, really. Oh, yeah, I, mine's just the same. I, I meant to plug it at the front. Everyone's plugging at the front. But anyway, guys, you got to start buying tickets for me and Mama. It's Christmas time. Do Buy it. some tickets for me and Mama. It's going to be good. You know, I've tried out a couple of bits like lately, just the last few shows. I've tried out bits and they really work like they work independently outside the context of like, hey, we're doing a show about my dead mom. And. I'm I'm actually I'm pretty I I'm I'm pretty happy with how it's going. So everybody get tickets get tickets to Mia Mama. And if you know if any of our American listeners or actually I you know I I, I we've bumped up, you know, on outside of Ireland listeners because uh 
because 3.2 million people watched the period sex routine. And then I ripped that audience and did a fucking Facebook ad uh, targeted at the people that had watched that video. And uh, so anybody out there that's listening, not from Ireland. Well, the only place I'm not in Ireland doing shows is New York uh, around Christmas time and Las Vegas, December 16th to December 23rd. If you happen to be around there, come and check it out. What do you got going on, Katie? Um, I'm at New York Comedy Club every week. So Oh, just, are you? Well, I have been for a while, but I never oh, know what good. day until the night of or like a couple of days before. But I post it on my Instagram. So whatever I'm doing, I post on my Instagram, on my stories. Um, at Katie Boyle Comic. Yeah, that's it. So I'm at Des Bishop. Oh, and I'm on TikTok. Des Bishop 5. Four fuckers got there before me. Um, I got TikTok, but... I haven't used it yet, so it's just. Katie I had Will a good comic. one. I have like a hundred thousand views on one about my Dublin wow. accent. Yeah, just TikTok's mad. Like people can blow up on that. Yeah, well, we'll see how it how it goes. You know, it's very the quality is low. Yeah. And there's a lot of people just doing like the same thing. Yeah, I saw that among my brothers and sisters were showing me it, and I was like, "But that's just the same thing." Oh, that's just. That's the same. Yeah, oh, everyone's just same, doing the same, same thing. songs. So, yeah. but look. Whatever, now look whatever. at me. <laughs> then you do the change. Anyway, <laughs> I'm on TikTok, Des Bishop 5. I want to check that out. I'm Katie Ball Comic on everything. And next week we'll be back together, Katie. Oh, yeah, we will. And in the meantime, go ask the people out you like. And if you get rejected, that's fine. Just text us and be like, you know, that could be good for you. It'll be good for your soul. So just do it. Feel do the fear it. and feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah. All right, everyone. Have a good day. Love yous. Bye. Okay, bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.